The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my co-host, uh, creator of Dance, Grandma Dance, one of my favorite TikTok channels, uh, a California State Dance Champion and all-around badass. I also call her mum. So I've got my special co-host and one of my favorite people today. My co-host is my mum. Patty H, mum, welcome to the show. It's so weird when I introduce you. I'm like, right, you're impressive. Thank you. I'm happy that. to be here. <laughs> This way I can irritate you more if I have to. Mm. I enjoy when you co-host with me just because it's, it's, I always forget how much experience you have in the film industry, which is ridiculous. Um, just because you're my mom. I'm like, Ugh, it's just my mom. But then I have moments well, where we all like, get, I bumped. Yeah, we all get self-involved though, Summer. That's, you know. Oh, thank you, mother. No, and then I have those <laughs> moments like welcome. I bumped into... <laughs> I bumped into this guy at this event and he's talking to me and, you know, I'm a producer at this point and I'm kind of like, I'm like a pretty big deal. And he's talking to me. He's like, Oh, you're Patty's kid. I'm like, what? You got and then he's like texting my mom. <laughs> like, I'm important. Damn it. Yes. I'm I Patty's actually kid. remember that. I found it so funny. <laughs> Didn't expect it. I like, found it funny. I thought it was funny. It's one of my favorite stories because it is. I'm like, it's a great thing when you're like, I'm really important. And then you have those moments where you're humbled. I think they're important. <laughs> and it is. And I'm also proud of being Patty's kid. That's not a bad thing. Well, we yeah. are going to jump straight into the show today. Um, I do want to talk to you a little about Dance Grandma Dance, but we are going to start with the thing that everyone is asking me about uh, online. First of all, congratulations to President-elect Joe Biden. Um, Yay! Yeah, I, I hope we have four years of me not having to discuss the president's tweets. Like that is my aspiration for this entire administration. I just never want to give a shit about you. Uh, he just announced <laughs> who his who his um uh, who his uh, I forget what it's called the the guy in charge of his of of his stuff whatever is going to be they just announced that. And I'm kind of sitting there, I'm like, okay, and this is the last I ever want to hear of him. I forgot the name of the job. I forgot the name of the person. That's normally how it is. Instead of chief of staff, instead of uh, like Trump's gone through four chief of staffs, Biden just announced his. I already forgot the guy's name and hopefully I'll never hear it again. Like yeah. that's what I want. That is my, my, well, my I, goal. I just <laughs> wanna, yeah, I'm going to give you a heads up though that, uh, Biden said that since Trump was so successful tweeting, he was going to tweet every day. I'm joking. I'm joking. I was going to cry. That was me. I know. <laughs> That's why I had that to jump mean. on there and say I'm joking really quick. Like, really? I was really, like, my first excitement, I'm like, I'm really excited. We have a president that doesn't know how to tweet. And then you bring that up. Yeah. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> I couldn't help it. <laughs> oh, that's mean. But that's what I'm excited about. Um, 
I was really surprised by uh, Trump's press conference today. I know you guys are going to crucify me. Most of the people that listen to this, we have a mix of liberals and conservatives. Um, but Trump really did do well with the vaccine. He failed almost every other direction with the pandemic, but he put a lot of money and a lot of resources into getting that vaccine. And today at that press conference, rather than focusing on something he did really well, uh, he stood there and lied about a bunch of shit he screwed up. I'd like to remind everyone, every time we use bad language, we give money to the Boys and Girls Club of America, the Humane Society of America, and free MMA. We swear because we care. Um, yeah. Actually, that's the, Sean, that's the Sean Patrick Flannerty rule. He said the F word like 72 times or 73 times, so we had to make something good out of it. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, like, it, it's just, he really has done this amazing thing, and I don't like him. I don't like him as a person. I do not like him as a politician, but I can't, I'm not going to discount um, a positive that someone does. You know, like, cool, Hitler was a vegetarian. Everyone has their good points. Um, in this case, what Trump's done is really secured whoever had this vaccine was going to be really the leader going forward in 2020, uh, in, in, 20, in, in the 21st century. And, next decade at least. Yeah, the next decade at least. And Trump secured that for America. So in this moment, he spent four years gloating over dumb shit he never achieved. He gets up on that podium, and I'm expecting when I'm seeing this speech to be like, okay, you know what, buddy? You earned this one. Go ahead and gloat. I'm proud of you. And he talked two minutes about uh, creating the vaccine and then spent like 18, 19 minutes complaining about uh, people that are against him and making stuff up. So instead of taking a victory lap when he was actually owed a victory lap, uh, he pooped on the podium and mooned the audience. I don't get it. Well, yeah, but would we expect less? I mean... <laughs> This has been a pattern. I know, but when you actually do well at something, you think that he he gloats about things he failed. You think he gloat about something he succeeded. And with the pandemic being as bad as it is in the U.S., I mean, we are globally now. I mean, this is terrible. Um, we've been asked not to go into Mexico, not to go into Canada. Nobody wants us in because of the spread. Uh, it's it's horrific going into winter. America is yeah, a lot of trouble. When they don't want the American tourist money, they don't want you. Let me tell you. Mm-hmm. I got uninvited mm. to Spain. They've been trying to get me out there for years to uh, to speak at the film festivals. And I hate flying. My mom knows this. I'm terrified of flying. So I will not go. I'm, I'm a big baby about it. I'm like, no, I won't go. And this time I'm like, well, there are no film festivals here. You know what? I'm going to suck it up. I'll take some Valium. I'll get on the plane. And, uh, You'll take then me with you. Yeah, I'll take mum with for, me. Uh, for so protection. I'm like, <laughs> for protection. I was like, I'll go. And uh, they're like, okay, uh, where in, are you flying out of Sydney? I'm like, no, I'm in America right now. They're like, oh, you can't come. Yeah, well, that makes sense. <laughs> but Sydney is <laughs> open to Spain right now. Sydney's not open to Spain no, right now Sydney's either. Sydney's not open Everything's to Spain, closed. but Spain is open to Sydney, meaning I could have flown from Sydney to Spain, not Spain to Sydney. Oh, um, got you. Yeah. So, but they're like Spain, when Spain's like, no, we don't, do not want you in. You're coming from America. We don't want you coming. I'm like, you know what? That's fair. 
I mean, I'm not coming next year when everything's cleared up and there's a vaccine. There's no way they're getting you know why I'm like, you guys do, lost do your chance. Do what we do. When it suits me, I'm an Australian. And when it suits me, I'm an American. I just fly oh, I, with every passport. I do that all the time, but it's where I'm flying from. They simply would not of let me course. fly out of the United States. I'm like, where are you coming? I'm like, oh. LAX. They're like, no, the hell you're not. <laughs> so... That well, was special. The flights are so limited, honey. The flights are so limited now that I know. But yeah. I was like, I have I have friends of mine who are like they've been asking you to Spain. Who turns down a free trip to Spain? I'm like, I will. I I can give you a list. I've turned down free trips to everywhere. I hate flying. Um, and if something is getting me to the point that I'm like, I want to fly. Like the the no, I don't like flying. The last time I flew was to Seattle with my mom. And I had to be sedated on the plane. No joke. Like, I'm genuinely afraid. It was, it was not good. There was some drooling. That's all right, then... Summer. You, you get sedated on the plane and I get sedated on the boat. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. We got on the boat. I'm fine. My mom's throwing her guts up. Um, I think she took a bunch of my nausea and a bunch of Xanax. And she's like, I'm dying. Well, we're whale watching. <laughs> and then on the plane, I'm drooling. So between us, we're completely useless. Uh, it, yeah. is, it is interesting, though. The um, so so Trump kind of did not take a victory lap when he should have, which really surprised me because he earned it very much. Yeah. Earned it. It's um, and coronavirus is through the roof. They're talking uh, states that did not do lockdowns are talking about doing mask mandates, which I think is fantastic, and lockdowns. But for anyone locking down, when we come back from break. We're going to be talking about at-home wellness ideas, um, how to take an at-home sabbatical, what to do with yourself. Uh, if you want to, you know, learn a new skill, you can get on TikTok or on YouTube, learn how to dance, they're, dance, grandma dance. My mom's channel will teach education. you how to dance. Yeah, yeah. they're offering they're free, offering free education. That's true. You can do all kinds of stuff right now. Um, we're going to go to break in just a couple of minutes, but I will say when we come back, we're going to be talking about at-home sabbaticals. We have a very, very special guest on today. Um, and, uh, blah, 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 blah. Do you hear that? Hmm? Uh, Lex is like whispering to me in the background. American Idol. Yes, I will bring up the American Idol thing. Uh, but we're going to talk about that right after this. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with my special guest co-host, Patty H. Dance Grandma Dance on TikTok. And my mum, all around badass and California State Dance Champion. We will be right back after this. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England, along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week, and each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio, live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. 
Racers and Rental Cars is the program for wannabe pro racers and those interested in the racing profession and automotive industry. Join hosts Cameron Ferre and Don O'Neill as they take you behind the scenes with previews and review for race day. It's about the business as well as the fun. We've got the scoop, the guests, the discussion, and the WTF moments. All you need to do is bring your ears. Racers and Rental Cars heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. Good day, good day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my special guest co-host, uh, creator of Patty Dance H. Grandma Dance. Yeah, Dance Grandma Dance on TikTok, Patty H, also known as my mother, who I always forget how impressive you are until I have you on with me. It's amazing. And we have a very, very Aww. special guest on in the next segment who I am very excited to have on. But first, we're going to be talking a little bit about what's going on in Hollywood. So this China ban thing that uh, Trump's doing where he's banning a bunch of businesses in China is going to screw us on distribution. We already got shut down a whole bunch um, for, like, COVID. So we couldn't film, which is why you have garbage on Netflix. I'd like to remind everyone, if you already have a made product, now is the time to sell it because they are paying double for things they turned down two years ago. So go in and sell your stuff. Now's the time. As long as it's shot. If you have to still make it, they don't want it. Yeah, they're, they're hungry. Um, well, they really want the films, already filmed, in the can yeah. type of thing. Desperate for content. We are buying garbage. So if you have something good, we'll pay really well for it. But now on the flip side of that, we have been pulling in films from Europe and Asia. We've been bringing in a lot of anime. Now, with this ban, one of the biggest places we make money, I'm going to bore you guys, but you need to know this, especially if you want to be famous, one of the biggest markets in the world is China. Yep. So if you work in distribution like me, um, my region is usually Australasia, which means Western films to countries like Australia, New Zealand, uh, Indonesia, China. That's usually my region. I grew up there. So, you know, we pay, I, I pay attention to the politics there and I pay attention to what's going on. So this ban that Trump's proposing means that our films and these products that you're putting in aren't going to be distributed to one of the largest markets in the world. So what it means is another financial hit to the film industry. Just another one, because why the hell not? Usually when there's like a Well, they, they really can't take any more. I think they've uh, kind of absorbed what they can and have gone different directions. They haven't have, got a we've big had, choice. Actually, well, I read had, the entire Regal is shutting down in the United States. It is. Regal cinema. The, uh, mm-hmm. It is, and there's no choice. Well, things change dramatically. We did a 10-year jump in six months. When I used to give people projections, I'd say by the end of 10 years, by the end of that, sorry, by the end of 10 years, my daughter, I'm doing this from home. It's like my daughter's in the background chatting. I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'll kill you. Shush. Um, 
So at the end of 10 years, the projection come January was that at the end of 10 years, most people would be consuming their media online, like at 90% the rate of about 90%. Platforms like TikTok and YouTube would be uh, overwhelming entertainment giants is kind of where it went. And uh, because of the pandemic, that happened it all immediately. Mm-hmm. And so I became very valuable, which is great. Cause I have a bunch of people hiring me going, I have to be famous on TikTok. I'm like, I gotcha. <laughs> like I know how to do this. Um, but it means that people in the film industry, mega stars of yesterday have to become relevant online. So they're hiring a bunch of people like me to, to do their stuff. Uh, politicians well, too. Seen a lot of really- stars. There's been a lot of stars actually doing shorts on TikTok and, yep. you know, different platforms. They have to now to be relevant. It's no longer a matter of if you want to, you have to to be relevant um, because you're being swallowed up by um, by, by this, this social media giant. And so platforms like Instagram or Facebook have kind of been taken over boomers. No offense, mom. You don't count as a boomer. You're an honorary millennial. Um, but <laughs> Thank you. You, you are. <laughs> you're cool. You don't count. Um, and I, I mean, like, in a bad way, it's been taken over kind of by the boomers and um, left-wing political nonsense and right-wing political nonsense. So it's just become a, a hive of ridiculousness. So places like TikTok, uh, people have to have real talent. It's not like you can just be pretty. Be like, look at me. I took a perfect picture on Instagram. Does not work like that. You have to have real talent um, to get a following. You have to have a skill set. You know, mom, I think um, she got a ton of likes on the video a couple of days four ago. Four and a half weeks ago. Yeah, and, and she's just been blowing. These videos have been blowing up. And it's because she's got a real talent. She's teaching people to dance. Uh, a friend of the show that's come on and co-hosted, uh, Bear Fjorda, he comes on, uh, he's, he's on TikTok. He's, he's close to, I think, three and a half, uh, th- three, three and a half hundred thousand followers millions and millions of likes and tons of sponsorship out of it. So it's really, it's a great place if you're an entertainer with a skill set. If your whole job is you want to be Kim Kardashian and look pretty, you are going to go the way of the Kardashians, which is also going <laughs> off air, by the way. <laughs> like It's going off which air. Which I was going to say is going out the door. Yep. The world have, has changed. And I'm really excited because the political, the, 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 um, political social model that I wrote up for the direction of inter- entertainment, meaning politics are taken into account, right wing, left wing, like all this stuff is taken into account that I said would happen over the next 10 years happened over six months. So it, it's made me like really valuable. I'm <laughs> making good money off TikTok, but, um, or at least telling other people how to make money off TikTok. But for the most part, it's really changed the way we view content um, I, I watch especially your videos on uh, Dance Grandma Dance. I'll jump on and I'll, I'll look at the comments you get and people like that it's a real talent. Or someone put up a collaboration video where they duetted your video and they were just sh- copying you and then put a bunch of your steps together. So I thought that was really good. But people are legitimately learning things and they're enjoying it and it's not based on this fantasy world like Instagram and like the Cardassians. Um, people are liking things that are real and things that are grounded. And that's very much like in the 20s. 
it went from, you know, the glamour of the 1920s to the crash. People liked things that were real. They liked things that were grounded. It became a very neighborly environment because of it. And this is what's happening globally online. So if nothing else, um, this pandemic has definitely brought us together, but it has changed entertainment permanently. So if you want to be famous, uh, boy, it's changed in just six months on how to get there. Your thoughts, Mum? Yeah, I'm just thinking, I guess one thing you can do is start your own drive-in now, hang up a big sheet and play what you want, put your whole movies together. I don't know. <laughs> that would make money. You're, you're saying that? Yeah. That would make bank. That would make bank. Do you know what else would be good? Taking all your family home movies and creating your own little, like, reality shows out of them. Like, you have footage from oh, when we were yeah. kids. And Dad was constantly turning around to you and going, turn the camera off. And that kind of became the running gag. But if you took the existing footage that your family has, old footage, and put it together, you could actually start like a digital album that people would watch and pay to see. So the world has changed. People are paying for normal. I have a live stream going in my house 24-7. And we have, what's the high viewership, Lex? 4.2 million. Um, just people watching us fold laundry and watching me hang up decorations. I'm hanging Christmas decorations today because 2020 is done. I'm done with 2020. I am putting up Christmas decorations and pretending it's the end of the year. That's my plan. Uh, but that's, that's kind of, hmm? pardon? I think it's very clever personally because people, you know, um, winter by itself, without everything going on, we still have a very high suicide rate due to depression. Now, God only knows what this year's going to turn into with what we've seen in past years with nothing going on. That's true. So you I know, think one of the... Even the most happy people will get depressed without family. Uh, they're isolated. I'm lucky I'm living with someone but I, left, I lived from, by myself for years, and I realized how isolating that has been, you know? It's true. Well, you come see me. You go see my brother. Like, you, you bounce around a lot. Grandma Joan did, too. Oh, yeah. So, so I, I get around, but I was in safe uh, margin. But, but I, I Yes, know, I but decided saying... not to go to the party, by the way. Thank you very much. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so I think, for, I think that's it. And I think... Things like TikTok where people can learn a skill set and find entertainment and interaction, the same as YouTube, the same as social media, I think it's really important right now. Um, well, I found myself watching TikTok. And I mean, sitting there and watching it for a good solid hour, going through what yeah. people were doing, and some things I skipped through, but generally I'm quite amazed at some of the things I see. They're wonderful. It's true. It really is. And I will say, um, up to the guy that's asking... Uh, you can find your, he's asking me on Twitter where the live stream is. Uh, it is on TuneIn BTS. You can go to Facebook or you can go to YouTube. Facebook's usually the easiest. Go to the behind the scenes, the radio shows Facebook. We live stream from there to the house 24 seven. Um, I know one of the most popular videos is you can see my mom's butt while she's leaning over the table. That's quite popular. Um, oh, no offense, good Lord. <laughs> I'm not taking it down. It's very popular. People Good like thing it. I didn't see it, thank you. Um, <laughs> I hope I wasn't in my nighty. You were in your nighty, but you were wearing underwear, so, you know. Oh, thank God for something. Okay. <laughs> 
Um, so that got quite popular, but uh, the, the live stream that we do, we actually started because people in nursing homes were lonely. So they tuned in to watch us fold laundry and that sort of thing. So they didn't feel alone during quarantine and we're still. But you also did a down. dinner, honey. You I did. Also- we did a, I did an Easter dinner and a Passover dinner. <laughs> I did. I did an Easter dinner and a Passover dinner. And I'll be doing a Passover Christmas dinner Seder. on Thanksgiving. Passover Seder. I beg your pardon. I did a Passover Seder. And I think I got some of the words right. I had to call mum to check. I, you and did, then you I, did that. <laughs> thank you. I did a Passover Seder and I did an Easter dinner. And I did uh, both quite, you know, I did it traditionally for people that couldn't be somewhere or be with people. So they live streamed in with us. I'm going to be doing the same for Thanksgiving and for Christmas. Um, and I'm going to be decorating for Christmas now. But that's it. I think people feel really isolated. So platforms like TikTok and YouTube, you can get on and learn yoga. You can get on and interact with people. You can. You don't have to be alone. And there's real talent um, on these platforms. Really, there really, really is. And I find it surprisingly, um, really surprisingly, ta- I mean, some really surprisingly talented people. I don't mean to sound insulting when I say that. But, you know, you expect it to be like Instagram, as I did when I first got on. Then I realized people could do stuff. You see people creating art, dancing, singing, real talent. You know, then there's me, who's like, I make videos to make them go badly. Um, I try and break all the rules to see where the barriers are so that I can tell people where the barriers are. It's great. Mine looks schizophrenic. Well, so far you've been getting away with the blood dripping down your face and being drunk or pretending you're drunk. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, the po- that's the point. Like, it's, I want to see what gets me banned because when I make recommendations to people on how to deal with these platforms, I like to have my information together. Uh, we have a very special guest today, Jaira Gibson. Um, he auditioned for American Idol. He was televised, went to the next stage of the competition. He's collaborated with various A-list artists, songwriters, producers. He's worked with Asha, who I love. Um, oh, my God. I'm, like, oh, reading yeah. through this. He's amazing. So I'm going to have him tell you a little bit about you when he comes back. I believe he also has a water brand, which I'm really excited about. But I'm Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, Dance Grandma Dance, the Patty H, also known as my mother, who I always forget is impressive until I have to explain who she is. We'll be right back after this. Bye. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. 
This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Follow the Voice America Variety Channel on Twitter. Our hosts always have something to say, and we know that you do too. We tweet on today's hot topics, and you're welcome to follow us. Speak up and join in at Voice AM Variety. That's at Voice AM Variety. Listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my special guest co host. Dance Grandma Dance, Patty H. She was on the Gong Show. She was California State Dance Champion. She is an all-out dance god. She also happens to be my mother. Uh, hello, hello. Mom, I, got, I do want to give a quick shout-out and say thank you to Tiny Bubbles Hair Salon for always making you look gorgeous, especially when I have to be on camera all the time these days. Aspen Mills Bakery, thank you. Uh, Scott Houskin, you did our intro music. I love you. You're awesome. He also has a show. Check him out. Uh, True Rest Float Spas in Sedona and Las Vegas. And off-road rentals in Palm Springs, California. They do our giveaways every week. The True Rest Float Spa, you can use it any True Rest Float Spa, but it's courtesy of True Rest Sedona. And it is uh, off-road rentals and Las, and Las Vegas. And then off-road rentals in Palm Springs, California is an ATV rental place. We give you a free ATV ride, but that one has to be used in Palm Springs. I'm going to ask you two questions. And by me, I mean I'm going to make my mom do it. Mom, choose two questions, any questions. It can be about you. It can be about Dance Grandma Dance. It can be about Hollywood. It can be about Hollywood scandals. It can be anything you want. Okay. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, that just depressed me. Doesn't it? All right. Oh, no, I just depressed myself. I'm going to give them an easy one. Okay. I'm going to give them an easy one. Oh, I forgot Mm -hmm. about Alex. I was going to refer to Sean Connery. So I guess I won't now. I'm really depressed. I'm like, I'm doing Japanese music. I'm like, oh, we just lost Alex Trebek. Damn. Uh, 2020's right. a dick. Can any, can any, okay, here's the question. Can anybody say, uh, in honor of Alex Trebek, how long the Jeopardy show ran? Perfect. They can look that Pop up real quick. Find us on Twitter. Let us know how long that ran. And you can choose. You get a float at, offer, uh, at uh, True Rest. Or you can get a ride at off-road rentals. I'm not going to mix those up because you cannot float at off-road rentals. Um, and one more question, Mom. Any question you like. Okay. Uh, off-road rentals has you ride quads. How many wheels are quad? Three or four? That's the teacher in make- Mom coming out. She's like, that's funny. Okay. So tell us how many wheels are on a quad. And if you don't know this, you should not be allowed to ride one. <laughs> well, I one. think it would be obvious, but there are people who are really not going to know. 
I know I've had conversations with them. I had one girl this week. She's like, I really want to be famous. So can I like hire you? Like, I am very, very expensive. She's like, it's okay. My daddy's rich. I was like, I only take clients. I think we're going to get somewhere because I'm, I'm very vain about my reputation. So I only take on clients that I think one are a really good cause, meaning it's like a charity or something or two, I know we're going to get somewhere because I'm not going to put effort behind people that fail. Like that'll make me look bad. Right. And this, and but this, she's like, no. the opportunity that have the uh, ambition, motivation and the all, you know, she, that little special something, you know? She was dumb as a post, and she said, I have really nice tits. I think I could do well online. Oh, good God. Okay. I don't care how much money your daddy has. I'm not putting my reputation on you. Are you kidding? I have a perfect record. Mm. It's insane. (laughs) Who does that? (laughs) Yeah, no, just tell her we, you know, we put money into a jar to go to places like, you know, uh, humanity situations because when we cut, of course. So we can't start one for porno. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. That's kind of like, oh. And I work with porn stars that have more integrity than that. Good God. Uh, we have our very, very special guest on, Dry Gibson. He was on American Idol. Jerry Gibson, I'm like, I'm, I'm reading in the background. Lex is yelling at me. I've got my assistant. Jerry Gibson, um, Jerry, welcome to the show. Hi, did I get your name right? I've tried like 30 times and Alexis keeps yelling at me that I'm wrong. Uh, no, you actually did get my name right. It's very hard to get my Jayra. name right. So many people actually get my name wrong. It's Jerry, yes. Yes, I got something right. Um, I figured <laughs> I could get the Gibson part. <laughs> like, yeah, you're Australian literally one when- out of a million, so... Thank you. I well, I, I I have that trouble. I have trouble with any name with an R in it. I'm from Australia. I can't even say R. So once that gets in, I'm oh gonna... yeah. Spanish names are the worst. I can't say my R's, let alone roll my R's. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, that's never gonna happen. <laughs> it's never gonna happen. Um, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. You have. I'm, I'm going through your bio. You are really, really impressive. But what I find most interesting about you is you, you've done a little bit of everything. You've worked with BTS. You've worked with Asha. You've, I mean, you've, you've had hit songs. You're, you're kind of like this unsung god that I think we need to talk about. So can you tell everyone just a little bit about yourself, kind of where you come from, what you do? Like I'm, I'm reading through this telegram a little bit, a little bit about you. Brag a bit. And what started you writing music? What was your background yeah, about that too. You became motivated for that? That's amazing. Did we lose him? Did I break it the phone sounds again? that way. I was wondering if we might have a language issue, but No, 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 no. Maybe? He's, he's, he's no. American. I don't know. Oh, I'm just okay. I'm I'm listening. I'm like, did I break the phone again? I have to admit I'm kind of really well known for that. Um, Alexis, when she was going through my stuff, found the Wikipedia entry where they brought up the fact that I broke IMDB. Um, I, I am the reason that there is a warning on IMDB now. I'm like the kid with the dry cleaning bag where it says, do not put over your face. There is a warning on IMDB because of me. I broke my IMDB and the IMDBs of everyone I ever worked with, including my mother's. Um, and it actually broke apart every project I ever worked on the way I did this. 
so that I had like 50 individual pages and I still can't get it back together. Yep. So I am, I am, I am known as the lady that broke IMDb. But I guess, I guess there was an issue. We ended up losing the guest. So Lex is going to give him a call. Uh, make sure everything's okay. I'm hoping it's a connection issue. So he's really, really awesome. He, uh, he auditioned for American Idol. He's collaborated with Asha, with No ID, with Wicked, um, with, Tay, with Tay Dolla Sign, uh, BTS. I mean, geez. This guy is kind of like the, the, the unsung backbone of, of half of these popular songs. And I didn't know it. And I hate when I find out things I didn't know. So I found that really interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, we don't really hear about the background people much. You hear about, you hear about some of them. Then you say, Oh wow. They wrote every song, you know, these groups sang, but you, you know, that seems to come later rather than earlier for some reason. Well, I think when I went, like when I was looking him up and I was listening to him sing, like this guy, he's hot and he's got an amazing voice. Like he's, he's got an amazing voice. I'm not surprised. It's like you with dance. When I see you dance, I see the creativity flow. You enjoy it. And I see people around you enjoy you doing it. There's something about creative people that you can just see it in them. And I see that in him when he sings. The same thing I see in you when you dance. It's a real love. Yes. And I think that's funny. I, I had that conversation today again on the uh, podcast I was on was, you know, just, you know, how wonderful yeah. they want. Oh, he's back. Hi. Hey, how are you guys man? doing? I'm so Hi. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I figured I had uh, to have broken it. It's always me. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I truly apologize. I heard all the questions, and I, for some odd reason, I could not hear you. I couldn't. You guys could not hear me. Well, I'm just glad you're back. We're talking about you. I'd rather talk to you. Um, you're, you're amazing. And one of the things I was telling my mom was when I I watch you, you love what you do. Like I, I watch I I watched you and I googled you and you're hot. And um, oh, I, I watched, I watched, I, I'm watching you do what you do, and there's a real love there. And it's amazing to me how much of an impact you've made on the music industry. So I, I've read bits and pieces of your bio to people, but can you tell everyone just a little bit about you, about kind of who you are and your background, just from your perspective, who you are? Absolutely, absolutely, and I appreciate that so much. Um, I actually am... A young kid who just came from Long Beach, California. Um, it's literally a small city where I wasn't even supposed to leave from my city. Like I was never supposed to leave. Like if you, if you, it's kind of like New York. When you're like from Brooklyn, you don't leave and go to Harlem. You don't go to Manhattan. You don't go anywhere. You just kind of stay where you're from. So like I come from Long Beach, where on the east side of Long Beach where you don't go to west side of Long Beach, south side of Long Beach, or north side of Long Beach, or anything. And I really they kind of beat the odds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I really kind of beat the odds. God, um, it was like such a blessing to see my mom. Her name is Kitra Williams, and she was um, into music. 
And she started traveling the world, and I just saw her life in a whole different way, and I just always wanted to be like her. So she was, like, a really influential part of my uh, career to, like, keep my drive and put that battery in my back and just make me just go as hard as I possibly can and see the world because I wanted to see it the way that she saw it. So, like, most of my life, she was in and out of, uh, in and out of state traveling, and going in, going to and from, like, she'll be in London, and she'll go to New York, and she'll go wherever, and she'll be on a tour. And I just was so infatu- I was so infatuated with that lifestyle. I was like, how can I do this? I want to be a singer, too, this and the other. And then, uh, like, I got into high school, and once I got into high school, I started uh, getting to into, like, drunk. No, I went to I went to Rubino High School. I went to Polly and Rubino High School. I know Polly. Yeah, I, I'm in Lakewood. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then after that, I was just like, okay, uh, where do I go with this music thing? I would tell everybody like, yo, I do music, I sing, this and the other, but I never had a studio to record because, like, being from where I am, we didn't have the resources. We just had the talent. So it was like, you know, it was either it's either you want to, you know, fight or, you know, be, be, go the opposite direction and run the streets and, or either you're going to dance or either you're going to figure out something, but most of the, most of the opportunity wasn't there. So what happened was, is, um, during my, you know, uh, me seeing my mom travel and all this and the other, I kind of just kind of picked up like, just writing and singing and poetry. I fell in love with poetry and I would just write poems all the time from the age of like seven. And then uh, I just kind of realized like, wow, I really can, you know, do this poetry stuff. So from there, it's just like one day I was just traveling around, traveling with my mom. She would just be from like New York and ATL. And and one day she moved to ATL and I met this group of people, this this production company named Arex. And once I met them, uh, this guy named Shen was a part of A-Rex. He actually didn't know a lick of English, and he was Korean. He was just like this Korean guy who knew how to play piano like he was in the church. So <laughs> I was, like, always with him because he would just play, and I would just sing and sing and sing, and we would just have, like, these these moments where he would just be playing the piano and I would just be singing and, and, and next thing you know, it's just like, we should start coming up with different melodies. And then I ended up writing this song called angel that ended up on a group called EXO. And from there, he ended up calling me one day, figuring out how to uh, speak English after being in the States coming fresh from Korea. And, and we ended up getting our first placement called angel for EXO And at the time, I didn't know what a placement was or anything like that. It was just like, um, you know, hey, you got a placement. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, dope. What does that mean? I'm like, is that money? You know? (laughs) I'm just just coming straight from literally the projects. Like, I don't really know what's going on. And he's just like, yeah, um, yeah, man. They put a bunch of money on, on, on the CP and all the songs they put money in except for yours and and then this is kind of blowing up so they want us we should do some more songs and i'm like wow so our songs taking off and they weren't it wasn't even the single and it ended up becoming a single like the people chose it so 
uh, in return, he ended, uh, she ended up moving to L.A. And he was like, we should get into more sessions. So me just being young, I just wanted to be in the studio. I never had studio access. He had a studio. I'm like, let's go. So we start recording some more stuff. And then I ended up meeting a guy named Jordy. I mean, uh, uh, Jordan and through Shin and me and Jordan ended up and Shin ended up creating what we all know as growl for all the K-pop um, followers uh, who are listening today. And it was just a, a, a really unique moment because I wrote the song. I came in. Uh, it was like the second song that I did out of the day. And I wrote the song in like 30 minutes. Um, and I literally was waiting for my ride to come pick me up. And they called me when I got done with the song. Basically, I only had a bridge left and they called me and they said I was downstairs. And I literally said, okay, cool. I'm just, um, I'm just doing this last take real quick and I'll call you back. And I just did the bridge in like one take. I didn't even, uh, like write anything down or anything. I just freestyled the bridge. And, so do you um, want to explain to everyone what the bridge is? Because I just had a bunch of people on uh, <laughs> Twitter go, what bridge? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so a bridge know, is... <laughs> so a lot of people... So if you're European, a bridge is like the pre-chorus, which is right after mm-hmm. the first verse. So it's like the first verse, and then it's a, and then it's a pre-chorus, which if you're from the UK then, or Europe, then you call it the bridge, which we call it in America a pre-chorus, which is not what I'm referring to but it's after the second verse and the hook. It's like the part that connects the, the outro or the hook back in to the ending of the song to bring the outro to end the song. So it's like that nice ballady part that just really, really just kind of um, uh, switches everything up, you know, if, if, if that yes. makes sense. Yes. So yeah, yeah, it's say, like the, the ending say, transition. Um, I, I will say to, to anyone wanting to get in the film industry, I'm talking to you guys on Twitter. I'm sitting here responding to you. And yes, I will ask him some of your questions. Something <laughs> you need to do. It's something I recommend in the film industry. I always tell people get online and just go to Wikipedia and look up film terms. You can do the same with the mu- music yeah. industry. It's important. You know, these terms, you do need to learn them if this is the industry yeah. you want to be in. And if you listen Absolutely. to the show again, and then just listen to it uh, while going through that, you'll actually learn a whole bunch of stuff. I'm enjoying listening to you. Sorry for interrupting. Keep going. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> oh, no, no problem. No problem. So from there, I literally was like, hold on, I'll call you back. Uh, I'll, I'll be downstairs in a second. I literally took five minutes and, or not even five minutes. Honestly, it was one take and I did the bridge. Um, <clears throat> we pitched the song and I was just like, so infatuated with the song. We've had it, we had it for two years and we pitched the song for literally two years. Um, but, but the, the label wow. actually took the song immediately but they just i don't know what happened they just didn't move on it they they, they sat on it they did their yeah they just sat on it and then what happened was uh later when i found out one of the nrs actually fought so hard for this song to actually be the single for exo and he just had so much faith in it and I, i appreciate him for really taking that leap of faith of trying to do something different uh, within the K-pop structure, because what I try to bring to the table is that that um, that U.S. flavor, but still keep the culture uh, in, intact with, with the K-pop market. Yeah. Um, now, what's so, your favorite? Which is the hardest thing, thing to do. I'm I'm gonna jump in because um, we have like 
seven minutes left till the end of the show. I want to say, where can everyone find you on social media? So everyone can find me on social media at Jaira Gibson. It's J-A-Y-R-A-H-G-I-B as in boy, S-O-N, and that's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and any anything else, Spotify, uh, and you everything to, like you that. Need to be so on I'll be TikTok. working on my new music need, as well. You need I'm to be on, on TikTok, TikTok as well. You can find me there. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to put up some links. You guys, I'll put up some links so you guys can find him. I just know we're going to get into these questions. And we're going to run out of time. So I wanted you like to tell everyone where to find you because they get so mad at me when we run out of time. Um, I totally understand. We have a a question from Thankful Ginger. And her question is, when you started working overseas, what was your biggest difficulty? My (laughs) My biggest difficulty was understanding the business um, and dealing, dealing with culture. So basically, like, you know, in the U.S., if, if, if I'm over here, then I can say, hey, I, uh, you know, I've done this, I've done this, I've done that. I need this. And then they'll be like, okay, cool. And then they'll say, uh, uh, and then they'll give it to me. But sometimes with, with the culture, you know, differences, you don't really understand the business. And sometimes they don't bend or, or uh, the country actually doesn't have a setup. It's not the, the royalty system isn't set up like that. So understanding the business was one of my hardest things. Korea in Korea, a friend of mine, uh, Dev Ross, in- she wrote Land Before Time, Darkwing Dark, Tailspin. Um, she was the first female staff writer oh. at Disney. She's, she's a legend. She started working in Korea wow. and she said the first thing she discovered was that their contracts are fluid. Like they're much yeah. more changeable and less rigid than the U.S. So that she's like, that was Yeah, bad. they're so... <laughs> They're so open. It's, it's so unique. Yeah. But um, the best parts about, about working over there is, is, is understanding the culture and actually being able to, you know, um, change history and watch people laugh, smile, and dance to your music. I love working with BTS. It was one of my favorite. Uh, they're one of my favorite groups to work with. Uh, EXO, like Super M, uh, all of these um, groups. Dean, like wow. just countless records. It's just been so great to be able to have over 100 plus uh, you know, uh, songs that are recorded mm-hmm. and released by major artists out there. Now, this song's from Barstool Baby, and she wants to know, mm-hmm. where can we hear you sing? If we want to tune in and hear you sing, you, where can we hear you singing? You can you can tune in and hear me sing on my Instagram, Jaira Gibson, J-A-Y-R-A-H-D-I-B-S-O-N, or Spotify, iTunes, and any music platforms that you possibly could think of. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely on there. But I do freestyle Fridays on, on my Instagram. You would, you guys would definitely love that. Tune in every Friday. This one's from Judge Joe Brown, who's a friend of mine on Twitter and listens into this show. Uh, how <laughs> do you feel? Have you been out of the country during the Black Lives Matter protests, and how do you feel about them? Looking at it from outside the um, country. I actually Judge Joe Brown. Were, was, was, was in the country. We weren't able to actually travel i've been i haven't been able to travel since february uh 27th when i came back from korea i was out there for a full month from january to february working with um a couple of great artists that we have some future um songs coming out now um but yeah i mean honestly i've been here in america the whole time and i and how i feel about it is very strongly i mean being a black man in america myself I've experienced so many different things from racial discrimination to police brutality myself. So um, this is something that I actually do stand firmly in. I've marched in, the, I've, uh, even 
even uh, due to COVID and things like that, I put myself to the side and I still did the marches um, and protested Good. myself, um, you know, for this matter. Well, I'm going to say thank you for doing that because that's it's a big deal when people go out and do that. And I think it's really, really important. We have about four minutes left of the show, and I have about 300 questions that we never got to asking. So I'm going to get hate mail. <laughs> okay. uh, you had a bunch of questions no people Let's wanted go. to asking. I'm going to refer them to Let's you um, online. I'm going to say we have about four minutes. What do you want to say to everyone out there, everyone that has the same dream you did, um, everyone listening? What, are you gonna, what would you like to say to them? Can you ask me that one more time? I apologize. Oh, what do you have to say? What, if you could say something to everyone out there that has a dream like you did, we have a lot of them listening in. A lot of people are asking what to do. What advice would you have to everyone out there listening in that wants to do what you do? My advice for that, my advice for them is to never give up. The only reason why I am where I am today is honestly because I never give up. And every single day I do something towards my goal. Um, and you got one comment, and I'm going to read this one because I thought it was adorable. You have a beautiful voice. You're very soft-spoken. You sound like Michael Jackson. So that was um, actually a very nice compliment. And that was from Rock Roller. Oh, Rock Roll Punch Live. It's a rock and roll place. They like the way you sound. Apparently, they think you're a speaking voice. Something happened. I could, you went out for five oh. seconds. Uh, so Rock Roller Punch Live, it's a rock and roll uh, channel, um, wrote in and they said they love your speaking voice. You're very softly spoken. You sound like Michael Jackson. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> I, had to, I had to write. I, I was like, so I'm, I know I'm done with all the questions. And comments, Yo, but I thought so many that people really tell cool. me that, honestly, there's uh, so many people tell me that. It's crazy. I actually um, have a funny story real quick before, I let, um, before we go to the next question. I actually lost mm -hmm. my voice last year, and um, I ruptured my, my vocal cords, and actually, um, I ruptured my vocal cords, and they were bleeding, and had knots, and with nodules, and basically what that is, is calluses on my throat, and I wasn't able to sing, oh and God. I had to be quiet for 48 hours. I mean, not for 48 hours, for, for 48 days. Yeah, been there, that, done that. That's like hell for a singer. That's hell for a singer. Um, we are at the end of the show. Yeah. I'd love to have you on again because we didn't get to any, like many of the questions at all. I have a ton of questions. I'm going to refer them to you. Thank you so much for joining us. That is really cool. I have, I have questions about that. I'm curious. Um, Absolutely. I would love to be back on. And I would also, and I would also love if those questions, the people can hit me up on Twitter and I can answer those questions myself Is that on Twitter as well as come back on the show and answer more questions. I'm going to hold you to that. That's like a verbal contract. You said you're coming back. I'm, hold, I'm holding you to that. And I'll put up a link so everyone can talk <laughs> to we'll it. look forward to it, Jaira. Yeah, we're looking. I, I look forward to having you back on the show. You have a great voice. Um, guys, this is Jaira Gibson. He is amazing. Check out his stuff. I'm going to put up links. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with Dance, Grandma Dance. Check her out on TikTok. We will be back next week. Congratulations to President-elect Biden. Good night. Be safe, America. Wear a damn mask. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.